Good morning, listeners, and welcome to Mercury, a broadcast of hope. I'm Agnes Drew, here today with Dr. Rosalind Clark, and it's day 988 since we came back on the air. Today, we're going to be talking about another entry from Sherman's diary. For those of you who haven't been able to keep up, Sherman was a school bus driver who had been living in his bus with his wife, Mildred, ever since the zombie apocalypse started. He's not with us anymore, unfortunately, but he left behind his diary, which is giving us a different perspective on how the zombies rose up where he lived in Michigan. It's been fascinating to compare and contrast it against our own experience here. Today's entry is a little shorter than some of the others, but it says so much. Dr. Clark, would you read it? Sure. This entry is dated June 23rd, 2017. Today was hard. The number of cases of this condition, whatever it is, is rising. The authorities are still keeping a lot of details secret. They say they're trying not to start a panic and are just issuing guidelines without any actual information about what those guidelines are supposed to do. No large gatherings. Stay home when you can. Only essential businesses are supposed to be open. These have been in place for some weeks now and several things are happening. First, people are antsy. They don't know why they can't go out. Second, some people are ignoring the guidelines. I think this is why there's been an uptick in cases. And third, without information, people are making up information. They can't stand not knowing, and so they speculate. And if someone guesses something that sounds even a little bit plausible, people latch onto it. I don't know anymore. Despite the rising cases, though, some people want to reopen businesses right now. They say the cure is worse than the disease, although without knowing what the disease is, that's hard to say. The economy has certainly taken a hit. But those who are in those essential jobs say that it's too risky to have more people out and about right now and that we need to wait for the situation to actually be under control. The dialogue is getting ugly. Some people say we can't risk economic collapse. Others say they're not willing to die or put others at risk in the name of mere money. And then one guy decided to make that analogy a little more stark. He got on some streaming video service and said that if people wanted the economy open so badly that they were willing to let people die, that he'd be the first, that he'd volunteer, that someone else could have his job because he wouldn't need it anymore. And then he ran directly at someone who clearly had this condition that we still don't really have a name for. The video was graphic, and I don't care to write it down because I don't care to remember it later. He was just a kid. But there's a procedure now. Whenever this kind of thing happens, a van rushes in and collects everyone in the area and then drives away. We never find out what happened to the people they take. I honestly don't know how I feel about what that kid did. He wanted to make a statement, and he definitely made it. But was it the right statement? And was anybody listening? Wow, 
we've read that entry so many times, but it just never gets easier to hear about, especially now that we know what was actually happening. Nobody was using the word zombie back then, but why would anybody just run at someone they knew was infected with something that dangerous? That, in my opinion, is one of the biggest reasons why things went the way they did. Nobody could believe it. But getting back to the entry itself, that kid, whose name we'll probably never know, martyred himself. He saw a situation that he knew was intolerable, and, like Sherman said, he made a statement. He basically said that he wasn't going to wait for other people to make the decision to put his life in danger. He said he wasn't going to sacrifice himself for business or money or the economy. He said he was going to sacrifice himself to let as many people as possible know that the danger was real and that we needed to take a slower, more measured approach. But did it work? I mean, we are here in the zombie apocalypse. He didn't stop it. He probably didn't even slow it down. What if he just sat back and waited like the rest of us? This all happened differently all over the country. I remember the vans that would come collect people, but we didn't have a lot of it here. Here there wasn't as much ramp up. It just seemed to happen all at once. It's easy to look at what this person did and with the benefit of hindsight say that he shouldn't have done it. Martyrdom is no easy decision, but he did what he thought was right. And he did it to try to save people. I think that's really all we can ask of anybody. Yeah, but... Agnes, we've already had this discussion off the air before we decided to talk about it with the listeners. We're not going to accomplish anything having it again right now. And besides, we've run long for today. Come on, let's wrap it up and have a good think about it. Okay? Okay. For Mercury, a broadcast of hope. This has been Agnes Drew and Dr. Rosalind Clark. Take care of each other.